How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I like your poll. Oh, do you? It's kind of sad, isn't it? Oh, man. Check out Paul's Twitter. He put up a poll that made me laugh. And at the end of it, I, I my response to it was keep drinking. Really? So you, you set up a poll about the weather, and you gave us some choices. I just took the poll, and I just retweeted it. So you can check it out at P. Douglas Weather. Uh, and I retweeted it at Jordana WCCO. But he asked us how we are handling this delayed spring. Because, Paul, I got to be honest, I woke up and I was like, oh, my gosh, round two of seasonal affective disorder. I am trying my best to stay positive on all accounts, but this weather, and I know March can be tough, but I this is April, and I was ready. So Paul asks on Twitter, how are you handling delayed spring syndrome? I like that you call it that. Uh, he, he asks, a stoic Minnesotan, more caffeine and exercise, a spring break trip, or drinking more? And um, I, I'm in the drinking more group. <laughs> and, well, folks... I can't even drink, but I want to drink more because. And you're leading the poll. Uncle, I, just I think uncle. you tipped the poll over 39.4%. That's how they're coping by drinking more. And even 39% said, hey, I'm a stoic Minnesotan, go with the flow. 14.5% more caffeine and exercise. Spring break trip, only 7%. What's amazing to me as a meteorologist, as a weather geek, a year ago today, the high was 85. We set a record Ooh. high. One Stop year ago it. today, neighbors were complaining about the heat and humidity. The AC was no. going. No. Um, no. We live in a place that has some of the greatest extremes on the planet. Only Siberia has more extremes in temperature and moisture than we do here in Minnesota. But Is that hey. really true? Yeah. Only it Siberia? Is. Only Siberia. Uh, the Dakotas in Minnesota are number two, uh, oh, second gosh. only to Siberia in terms of the extremes that are possible. The farther you get away from water, you know, oceans, the Gulf of Mexico, the farther inland you are over land, the more extreme the weather tends to be. And it's that way in Siberia, too. I've not been to Siberia. I hear it's nice, <laughs> but I hope. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure goodness. the Chamber of Commerce doesn't put that on their pamphlets. For Minnesota. Actually, change well that's true. Yeah. Changes in Siberia and Arctic melting. Some mm. climate scientists believe that one of the reasons why in recent years we've seen more chilly Aprils and more snowy Aprils is because of rapid melting in the Arctic. What happens in the Arctic does not stay in the Arctic. Some of that 
cold air swirling. So it's like leaving the freezer door open and the cold air has nowhere to go, so it sits over the central U.S. and the upper Midwest. Perhaps. It's not definite yet. Nothing ever is. But that's one theory why some of the springs have been tortured in the last 10 years or so. And again, April 2018, 26 inches of snow. I will take that to my grave. I I would like to ask our listeners, how are you coping? What are you doing? Any special tips, suggestions? Text us, 651-461-9226. Mike said this is child's play compared to the tax day blizzard of 2018. Again, 26 inches, April of 2018. Um, Dave said, looking out the window. You know where I could learn all about this? What? Where? You know where I could learn? Well, if I I was reading the strip today, which I was, I would see somebody's giant mug on the, is is it the variety section? It was the variety section, yeah. Gracing the variety section. Uh, he's making a face he often makes with me, like he, like what? What the heck are you doing? <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> this this did a great feature on a kid's guide to saving the planet, and uh, in fact, my my youngest Ruby said to me, she's like, "Mom, I, we have an autographed copy of the book, but she says we got to buy that book because she wants to give it to her friend's little sisters." I said, "A hundred percent." That and I will purchase it. I do not want a free one because I want to purchase the book. So I said we will. It makes a great gift. Again, I'm not really hawking the book, but that article about you in the strip today was terrific. It's a great photo, and I'm just I'm super proud of you. Not that you need me to be proud of you, but it was a lot to write that book, and I think it is. It really feels fills a need. I know my kids love looking through it, and I um, it's great. It's called the Kids Guide to Saving the Planet, and I think you allay a lot of their fears because kids, unlike boomers and even our generation, are 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 really concerned about climate change, and they yeah. understand the mess we have left them, and you offer hope, and I um. I, I love the feature and the strip. Go look for it. And I, the book is terrific. We keep it open all the time. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you. I, look, ever since uh, welcoming our grandson into the world, Jordan, mm-hmm. it, it's been on my mind. I mean, basically, we've handed a crap sandwich to our kids and our grandkids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've debated the science. We've pointed fingers. We've turned this into a political football. Like, somehow, it's a litmus test. If you acknowledge reality... Oh, you must be a liberal. No, I just acknowledge science, data, evidence, and facts. Uh, you can live in your own rose-colored world and believe what you want to believe, but you know we've doubled the amount of climate warming gases in the atmosphere. That has consequences. It's showing up in our weather. Weather weirding. The weather is weirder. And most Minnesotans, I think, agree that something is going on. And this sense of hopelessness. Look, there's a lot of gloom and doom. Much of it is warranted. But if enough kids band together, uh, they will be able to accomplish what the boomers did not accomplish and have everything we want, but just, you know, a more sustainable existence, lighter footprint on the only home we have. The subtitle of the book is It's Not Hopeless and We Aren't Helpless. And I just wanted young people uh, to know that their actions will make a difference. And so... And the illustrations, it, look, I like to think it was Amazing. my prose. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's the pretty pictures, the illustrations that this Spanish illustrator 
uh, did, and and she's just terrific. So yeah, I'm proud of the book, and it's a local publisher, uh, Beaming Books. Go out, buy it at your local bookstore. I'm going to be at uh, oh, where am I going to be? Red Balloon Bookshop in St. Paul, oh, an amazing local bookstore in St. Paul, April 21st at 6:30. Signing up a few copies. So uh, anyway, but thanks, Joe. That that's that's very nice of you to mention that. I love it. It's it's a great piece. I'm keeping uh, the article. It's just a great piece, and it's a great book. Uh, when we get back from books to movies to streaming, Tim Lammers is joining us with what we should be watching next. Now joining Paul and Jordana to talk Hollywood, film reviews, and all things movies from directconversations.com, it's Tim Lammers. Presented by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Attorneys. Seeking justice for the injured. Find them at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. You will repay your debt to society by working the number of hours mandated by the court. Why were you in prison? It was a misunderstanding. Grandpa misunderstood that you can't force signatures on checks. Hmm. Ah! You have been tasked with restoring this into a community center during cleanup duty. If you find a deceased animal over 10 kilos, do not touch it. Anything under 10 kilos, that is yours. Can we keep it? No, you may not. I think whatever this is, I might need this in my life. And Tim Lammers, who is brought to us by Bradshaw and Bryant, is here to tell us about it. Is this The Outlaws? This is The Outlaws, Jordana. Hello to you and Paul. And yeah, you do need this in your life, uh, Jordana. It is really, I love this series. And it's, there's seven episodes, Amazon Prime Video. Uh, I'm only going to tell you about the first couple because obviously I don't want to give away too much. There's a lot going on. Uh, there are seven low-level criminals, as you heard. They're from all walks of life in uh, Bristol, England. They're sentenced to community payback, which is essentially community service here. And uh, so they have to clean up this dilapidated old building, make it a community center. They all start to bond with each other, and they become tied to one one another's fate when three of them happen upon a huge stash of cash that one of the group members stole from some very bad people. So you might have heard some familiar voices in there, Christopher Walken, Obviously, it was the big draw for me, as well as Stephen Merchant. Now, Stephen Merchant has done a lot of things with uh, Ricky Gervais. Uh, so that's where you know um, Stephen Merchant from. You know this guy. But there's a lot of other people that you haven't heard of. And I love this ensemble cast. I mean, Merchant and Walken, they bring a lot of comedy to the series. But there's really a lot of drama in it. It's sort of a crime thriller. No, it's not a gory sort of thing. You know, that that it's not that sort of thing uh that would turn you off, Jordana. But mm-hmm. it's just Good. incredibly well constructed, so well acted. And uh yeah, I, I, I really recommend this series. Awesome. Hey Tim, I want to leave a minute or two for you to address Will Smith and the sure. outlook for the rest of his career. So and I promise this is the last time I will bring it up. <laughs> Uh, Will Smith. I know a lot of people are sick of hearing about the slap, but I have questions about the implications for his career and what he did. But first, uh, let's uh, highlight a clip from the Apple TV Plus series, Slow Horses. Only screw-ups get sent to Slap House, and I've got to be honest, working with you has been the lowest point in a disappointing career. What are you looking for? The remnants of a once-promising career. 
Bauhaus is like prison. You're not supposed to ask what you're in for. I actually want to be useful. I could not be more bored if I tried. You probably know how many people have made it back from Slough House to upstairs here at Regent's Park. Bringing you up the speed's like trying to explain Norway to a dog. None. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do, I do like Gary Oldman and I, and Oldman and I do like Slow Horses. So this this sounds right up my alley. This sounds good too. Yeah, it, it's another great series, another British series. Um, this one's on Apple TV Plus. Uh, slow Horses, basically, they're grunts. They're the lowest of the low. They're on the lowest rung of MI5. Uh, uh, Gary Oldman plays uh, Jackson Lamb. He's a disgraced agent uh, in this department, nicknamed Slow House. Uh, there's a young agent, a once promising agent and grandson of an MI5 legend who blew this major training exercise and is demoted to the bottom. And uh, there's this high-profile kidnapping. There's this threat of a beheading. Uh, this agent finds this as a chance to redeem himself if he inserts himself into the investigation, even though Gary Oldman's people, they say, no, 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 do not do this. Stay away from this case. So, uh, again, uh, very well written. The cast is terrific, uh, tense and intriguing, uh, like The Outlaws in a way, except for I think The Outlaws has a much better sense of humor than this does. You happen to catch a funny line here uh, with the preview, with that clip, but it's not nearly as funny as, as the other uh, series is. But, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Now, one thing I must add, you're going to see the uh, writer's name on this uh, series, and the executive producer's name is Will Smith. Wow. Um, not to be confused with that, Will Smith. You couldn't have planned this out any better, Paul, by bringing up Will Smith. Uh, this one has written and won a couple Emmys for being one of the producers of Veep. So, no, not that Will Smith. But, yes, that other Will Smith has uh, his career is in a free fall as of this moment, having, um, you know, resigned from the Academy, which really does nothing as far as um, – you know, revoking his voting rights and maybe appearing at the ceremony unless he's nominated and stuff like that. But there have been, um, you know, studios like Netflix and other, uh, you know, big major media corporations backing away from their involvement with him because of what happened. Now, if he goes on an apology tour, I mean, Americans are quick to condemn and fairly quick to forgive. If, oh, if there's... yeah, we love our criminals. Well, 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 I just wonder, <laughs> I mean, the long-term potential for his career, I mean, has he has he screwed the pooch with that one slap? Is that it for his career? Well, look, I think he had a window of opportunity, and that window was during his acceptance speech to apologize to Chris Rock then, although it was painfully obvious to all of us watching that he was just going out of his way not to apologize mm -hmm. to um, Chris Rock. Yeah. And that ruffled a lot of feathers, especially with the uh, Academy and, and people in the industry. Now, there was another thing. Afterwards, he went out, and people described it this way. It's not my joke. 
But he got jiggy with it at the Vanity Fair Oscars party, pretending nothing happened. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast and again it's just it looks bad it really looks bad so right now you have uh you know will there be a bad boys four? as of now that's on pause there was a, a, a Netflix thing that was, they were going to produce. That's on pause. And finally, he's producing and starring in a drama, Emancipation, a runaway slave drama that was set for the fall on Apple TV Plus and, and meant to be an Oscar contender. Um, now they are stuck with the whole idea of releasing this and being attached, you know, just by default, obviously, to Will Smith's uh his bad behavior so yeah it's it's a it's a work in progress uh he again i don't know what he can do right now as far as an apology because a lot of people are upset about this look there are stars do a lot of bad things off camera we know that but when you do it like this in front of 15 million people and the example that you're supposed to be setting for people to lose your uh, all sense of he, he lost it. I mean, he he looked crazy going up there and yelling like that, and that uh, that's going to be a really tough thing to. You're, you're talking about movie going uh, the movie industry's biggest night of all the times he chose to do that, or maybe he didn't chose. Maybe it was just all impulse. But either way, he's going to have to answer for it. 
Wow. That, I forgot about that movie, okay. Emancipation. This, this is a total sidebar, and I know we gotta go, but that movie, Emancipation, was written by, um, a, my ex-husband's really good friend, and they were so excited about it coming out. His name's Bill Collage. I just Googled it. And he's been a screenwriter oh his whole gosh. career, and he was super excited about this coming out, uh, this movie coming out. I totally forgot. I'm looking at Bill right now. I mean, God, I, I had a lot of fun times. Yeah, it's <laughs> good the friend actions, of my husband or my ex-husband. The actions yeah. of one affect so so many people. Yes, and yes. that's, right. that's okay. where they're stuck. Yeah, yeah. Chain reaction. Oh You're right. Oof. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Tim. Thanks. Appreciate it, Tim. All right. Have a great day. You too. You got it. He reminded me of that. Oh, my gosh. All right. Anyway, ripple effect. Listen, Joe Lindsley from Ukraine is going to be joining us next. Welcome back. And it's another moment of relief for me and and for you listeners, too, because we are joined by Joe Lindsley from Lviv Lab, who is an independent journalist in Ukraine, currently there covering the conflict and the war and living through it every day. And Joe is a regular on the show Joe, we are thrilled to see your face once again here on the CCO Facebook, Twitter, and have you on the air. Jordana, uh, likewise, great to see you. Uh, and good evening here from Lviv. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I have to ask you kind of a boring question. What's the weather like in Ukraine this time of year? Oh, sure. Really? Yes. Uh, it's, well, we... Well, I mean, well, it's, we, you know, today it turned cold again the past couple of days, but over the weekend, we had our first warm day since maybe October. Usually winters are very cold. We had a very snowy winter before the war. Uh, and uh, over the weekend, uh, it was maybe, uh, I, get, I can use Fahrenheit again. It was almost 60 some degrees and the outdoor cafes opened. And even during some of the air alarms, you would see people sitting and drinking coffee in the sidewalk cafes. And so a little bit of the life of the city started to come back with the warm weather. But it's cold again today. Mm-hmm. Paul, I had to ask. Well, yeah, no, I don't blame you. I was thinking of asking, but I'm glad you actually did. <laughs> Misery loves company. I know, yeah, the weather in Ukraine can be can be challenging. Joe, I'm glad, glad you're doing well. Thank you for joining us. You know, you look at some of these headlines, you watch television, you listen to the radio, some of these reports, these these atrocities are horrific. And in fact, some of it, I, I'm hesitant to even mention this on the radio. What I will say, there are stories about how victims had to dig each other's graves before they were shot in the back of the head, how the Russians crushed cars with people inside just for fun, how kids were used as human shields uh, to protect retreating Russian tanks. And, and yesterday, President Zelensky said that there should be war crimes trials that rival what happened after World War II, the Nuremberg trials, when all these Nazis were put on trial. And Zelensky actually compared some of these Russian soldiers with ISIS terrorists. My question for you do Ukrainians know what's going on? Has this been broadcast? And is this increasing the resolve of the Ukrainian resistance? Is it scaring people or is it uniting people and making them even more resolute to push out the invaders? Uh, well, first, I'd say it's making everyone more resolute. Second, I would say the, the Ukrainians are happy that the world is paying attention to this. And those scenes from the Kiev suburbs are particularly uh, uh, stunning to the world. But ever since moment one, when the first 
uh, airstrikes hit Kharkiv, civilians were targeted. And if you know, we've heard the stories out of Mariupol since near the beginning of the war. That city, if you look at the footage, it was a lovely seaside city. It really had become prosperous the past eight years. And now we're going to see much more horrible footage, I think, coming out of that city once, that, you know, once hopefully that siege is over. And so Ukrainians have been aware of, of these atrocities, but there's something about the, the footage from the Kiev suburbs that captured the attention of the world. It's very interesting that in, uh, there were two Lviv lawyers in, in the, in the 1940s and 50s who defined the terms, codified the terms, uh, genocide and crimes against humanity. Uh, I can share later with your listeners that there was a great book written about it by a, a French, a British guy. And so Lviv has, you know, has obviously the, the Nazis were here, the Soviets were here. Uh, Lviv was the biggest Jewish city in Europe, uh, before the Holocaust. And, and there was two lawyers who actually codified those terms, genocide and crimes against humanity, which once again, sort of to the amazement of the world are back into play here. And, you know, when I had interviewed a few weeks ago, uh, through our Ukrainian Freedom News, we interviewed a couple of foreign soldiers that had been in the trenches outside of Kiev. They'd been in these suburbs, which we are now seeing the videos from. And they said they, they had fought in Afghanistan. They fought against the Taliban. They had never seen such like mad, almost demonic despair in, in any opponent as they had in the Russians. And they said it seemed like that these, these were an army of people being driven by slave drivers. The Russians were abandoning their own to die. Uh, so if they can't even take care of their own, imagine, you know, what, what they do to others. And, you know, what are they fighting for? And, and there's this great desperation. And I think I was speaking with a philosopher about, about the a Ukrainian philosopher last week. You know, what, what has to happen in Russia? And he said there needs to be a moral reckoning like there was in Germany in the 50s, in the 40s and the 50s. I mean, it, it, I think we're seeing more and more just how, how deeply corroded the Russian culture is. And, and that's why we were faced with this war. Wow. And Joe, you should know that by speaking truth to power, by you t- talking to us, uh, you know, this direct line and the, the work that you do, it's helping the world see it. And we are seeing it. And those pictures are terrifying. It did feel like that was sort of a line in the sand for so many of us watching, seeing kids' bodies in the street and, and you know, pictures of them executed. It, it was just of people executed. It was just um, awful. So we see you. We feel helpless as as citizens. We really do. But we watched, you know, with with great pride, seeing President Zelensky speak to us at um, the Grammys over the weekend. And his words were thoughtful and beautiful and heartfelt. And what I what I want to ask you about is the propaganda. You know, these Russian soldiers may not have known what they were getting into and they might have believed uh, what they were being told by Russian state media. And you mentioned to me in the break that, of course, you know, President Putin said we want to denazify um, Ukraine. But we know that that's not true because of something as simple as musicians playing. So share that story that you shared with me during the break. Absolutely. And I would say, and this Russian propaganda, from what I hear, is even reaching, you know, and unfortunately it's becoming in certain sectors of America, American media and American sort of social media influencers, there's a lot of people doubting what's happened here. And so there was a Sunday, the same time, uh, I believe it's the Grammys, uh, or the same day, uh, there was a, at the LV Cafe Jazz Club here, there was a special fundraising concert by a Jewish Ukrainian band called, uh, Derech. You would know the word, uh, Derech, I think is the name of the band. And, uh, they, they the background, there was an Israeli flag and the Ukrainian flag. And they played this wonderful uh, fusion of Carpathian folk music and klezmer. And, and it gave people a lot of energy. 
Uh, and, and what it showed is that this is a tolerant country. And then even more amazingly, the, the, a Jewish Ukrainian band, maybe about 10 people in the band, they were raising money for the Azov Battalion, which is a battalion, sort of the Ukrainian militia that's based in, in, in the besieged city of Mariupol. Uh, they're very fierce fighters. They've been around since Russia first invaded in 2014. And even if you go to Wikipedia, it calls them neo-Nazis, which is part of Putin's propaganda. Even a lot of Al Jazeera and New York Times have referred to them as far-right and neo-Nazis. And here we had the Ukrainian Jews, uh, great musicians, playing in Lviv, specifically raising money for what Putin says is a neo-Nazi regiment. And so I think we can that I wanted to share that moment because it's everything I've known about ever since I got stuck in this country. Luckily, when the pandemic began, it's one of the most tolerant places I've seen. I met many African-American musicians who were here last summer who loved playing here, and, and some of them stayed here because they, they feel welcome. And so that is the real Ukraine, and I think that's Ukraine that, that Putin is trying to erase. But it's, yeah. as I saw that with that music, you can't erase that. And as Zelensky said, the music has been silenced, but not totally. There is music even in the bomb shelters, even in Kharkiv, 20 miles from Russia. There still is music. I think uh, Mr. Putin underestimated the resolve of the Ukrainian people and uh, – we will see. And, and again, he can't tolerate the notion of a true democracy right on his border. And what would happen if Russians start expecting democracy and freedom of the press and, you know, the ability to choose their future and future leaders as opposed to dictated from on high, strong men at the top? Essentially, it's a dictatorship. And this really does come down to a war between democracy and uh, autocracy. And so, um, Joe, Lindsley, we are so grateful for you and grateful that you're safe and that you still find a way to get the reporting out. Thank you so much, and uh, we will be in touch. Be well. Be safe. But reminder that go to Lviv Lab, L-V-I-V Lab.com. That's where you can send donations. That's where you can watch their Telegraph feed to see the truth of what's going on in Ukraine. Joe, anything you want to tell us, any place you want to send us before you go? No, I would say, yeah, we'd appreciate, uh, you know, we we're, we have a, a team of volunteers. Uh, everyone changed their profession when the war started, February 24th, 40-some days now. And we're working to share information with the world. But also we hear where supplies are not getting to the soldiers and the hospitals and the front line. And our teams are, are delivering those to, to the front lines. So we welcome any support. And, uh, and we thank you for the opportunity to, to share these stories uh, from Ukraine. You're wonderful. Stay Thank safe. You. We'll check back in soon. Thank you, Joe. Well, Again, it's Lviv Lab, L-V-I-V Lab. Supplies, money, they need everything. And then you'll get information there also. And our, we're always thinking about them. We'll be right back on CCO. Paula Jordana and DJ and Mark Fry on a Tuesday. Looking forward to Twins Baseball and, of course, everything that comes with Twins Baseball, including some amazing culinary opportunities uh, to enrich your taste buds at Target Field. Mark, tell us what's going on at Target Field and what you like best. The oh, new Paul, food. there are so many good uh, different foods this year at Target Field, as always, and obviously that's one of the things a lot of people go to the to the field for is uh, the food. And one of the best things I had today was a Max Fish. It was fish and chips. It's brand new this mm. year at Target Field. And 
I'm a sucker for fish and chips, especially this time of the year. You can't get much better than that. So, oh, yeah. and they did offer, uh, I did not partake, but the new summit beer based off the twins, it's called the twins pills. I did not partake, but it looked pretty good sitting next to those fish and chips. So, um, I had we to won't tell Mark, right? Well, I, was, I had my credential. I didn't want to show up to the office, you know, smelling like a brewery. So I guess that's uh, always a good uh, rule of thumb. <laughs> okay. Well, what is what are some of the things that jumped out? What are some of the things that you thought, oh, my God, this is new, this is exciting, uh, have to share? Yeah, so one of the big things, the upcycle food, they take uh, ingredients that are often not you know used, and they try to make things out of it. So um, they made this, it's called an Italian grinder sandwich, and it's uh, their bun is a pretzel bun, and it's made with local brewers' spent grains. It's the byproduct of beer brewing. So uh, that was one of the things that really stood out to me, and I think that's going to be pretty popular, especially on maybe a colder day like that. They also introduced a new uh, grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup, which on, like, July 20th, that probably is not going to be a, a big hit. But, you know, right now when it's a little rainy, I think yeah. that hit pretty good. <laughs> you never know <laughs> the way the weather's going. I um, Hey, talk about this sensory room. I'm, I'm intrigued mm-hmm. by this. People, guests who need to get away from the crowd, take a break. This is new this year, right? Yeah, and it was it's really just a welcoming spot for uh, guests to get away just if they need maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And it's really a good place for, for the guests to get away. And they've um, done training with their staff there at Target Field to recognize families or individuals who might need a, a break. And it's really a room where they can get away. There's no sound. There's still a view of the field. There's different rooms with um, sensory-friendly you know, sounds or things to do. So it's really available to all target field guests, and you just kind of have to ask your usher to get, you know, over to there. Very Mark, cool. you're wonderful. Thank you. But later we will take up the fact that you don't like ketchup. That oh, will gosh, be, We yeah. will have to have you back on about <laughs> that. About? What's wrong with you know, Paul, the, those sensory rooms are great for kids that are autistic or have some, yeah. uh, you know, some social issues. They're really terrific. When we come back, navigation skills. <laughs> and and those not. of us that don't have them, next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.